Hello and welcome to the Strikeout UK podcast. Today I'm joined by Tom Sullivan from the Lancashire Legends and also Team GB under 23s. How are you doing today, Tom? Yeah, I'm good, thank you, mate. How are you doing? Not too bad, thank you. Um, so, I mean, I've been getting a few people on recently, uh, trying to get a few more players on. I thought, uh, oops, you, uh, you've asked me before, so I thought we'll get you on. Yeah, so, definitely. I'm happy to yeah, happy to be here. Happy to talk about it. Thanks, mate. So, uh, we'll start off with the basics. So, how did you get into baseball? Oh, so I got into baseball. Um, so I'm 18 now. When I was about eight, it was a it was a school club. Um, they were doing like taster sessions at like a local club. Was doing taster sessions at my school, and I thought I'd you know I'd give it a try. And, you know, next thing you know, I've, I've picked up a glove, thrown a ball and I've fallen in love with the game and I've become obsessed with it. And I joined that club like the same year. Uh, and yeah, I, I just started playing and just started watching and I just kind of got addicted to it, really. Yeah, that's brilliant. I think it is. It's a very addicting sport. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Did you, uh, definitely. did you start watching it then at that age or was that a bit yeah. later? I mean, I started watching like proper full games, I reckon, a few years later. It started off with just like the highlight clips and the player breakdowns and stuff like that and all of the YouTube montages and stuff like that. And it just kind of like the small like stuff like that. And then it kind of grew and grew and grew as I grew into the game. And, you know, you, it becomes a bit of an obsession when you're trying to like master a craft. You want to watch as much footage of people as you can and all these different things. So, yeah, it just became, you know, everything I did. Yeah, that's understandable. Well, that actually takes away my next question because I normally ask uh, people when they watch the first baseball game, did they mm. know that they wanted to start playing? But it was the other way around, which is really yeah. cool. Yeah, I'd, I'd been playing before I'd started watching, but yeah. That's brilliant. Uh, so, as I said in the introduction, you play for the Lancashire Legends. So, do you want to tell us a little bit about the team? Yeah, so the Legends is kind of like this mix of kind of the team GB kids that wanted to play at like, so we play in the NBL and if you're not familiar with that, it's like the highest level um, of baseball in the UK. So, you know, um, our coach, uh, Jonathan Rodriguez kind of put it together and said, look, I'm starting this team. I'm going to, and I want, you know, like young guys from the GB set up, you know, from the U18s, U15s, U23s, um, and we're going to start up this NBL team and we're going to, you know, come out and compete. And it went into our like Team GB group chats that it was going to be a thing. And as soon as I saw it, like I was like, I have to get on that. And, you know, it's it's so good because it really kind of helps form like this really close team. Because when we go away with Team GB, it's like, oh, well, I know these guys because I played all season with them. And it really helps with like team chemistry. And it's been like... It's such a crazy thing because it, it happened in a season where we were like, well, we might not even get to play baseball this year. And, you know, next thing you know, kind of this NBL team prospect comes out of it and we all sign up to it. And then, you know, next thing you know, it's a thing and it's it's crazy. And I'm, I'm, I'm so thankful that it, it kind of happened because it's like, it's, I think every player in the UK has the aspiration to play in the highest league and, you know, compete with, you know, the best of the best. And, you know, I think that opportunity was thrown at us when the Legends were set up and it was an amazing kind of experience. And 
something I knew I had to be a part of. And yeah, uh, haven't looked back since. Yeah, that sounds brilliant. I mean, you've you've definitely earned it. I think there's playing for two teams as well, balancing that. But like you said, working with a uh, few players that are similar. I'm sure yeah. that I'm sure that really helps, which is really cool. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of us are all kind of in the same boat. You know, we're all kind of, you know, from the young GB setups, and we all kind of want that high level of competition. And you know, where every single guy on that legends team, no matter who they are all has this like drive in them to just want to compete and just they we're all just hungry like we're we're the team that you throw against anyone and we're happily accept the challenge and I think that a lot of that comes from kind of like the kids and the the coaches and the mindset within the team is we're here to compete and we don't care who it's against kind of mentality yeah that's brilliant did you uh did you start pitching or was that something that you got into after a while? Um, I actually started off when I was young. Like the first position I kind of took up was I was actually a catcher. And obviously being left-handed, it was a bit of a, a bit of a weird kind of um, <laughs> concept. Like you don't, you don't see lefty catches. Like it just doesn't happen. And I yeah. kind of, I slowly transitioned to kind of playing first base and then outfield. And then in like, once I start, started turning like 13, the the club I was at at the time was like, you know, why don't you just try pitching? Because if you get into it now, it can really kind of, you know, help you out down the road, especially being a lefty because, you know, lefty pitchers have massive impacts on games. So I I kind of got on board in that and, yeah, started pitching a lot, um, watching a lot of footage of pitchers and I just really kind of got obsessed with the position, you know, even though this year with the legends, you know, I played pitcher and I played first and I played in the outfield. Like it's just something that kind of drew me to the game was being the pitcher, you know, that ace on the mound. And it's something that you kind of always strive towards because with something like pitching as technical as it is, you can always improve. So you're always kind of chasing that like, Oh, how can I make this better? How can I make that better? You know? Yeah. There's a lot, lot, lots of pitching. So, yeah, so complex. <laughs> yeah, I, that's one way of putting it for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're training then. Um, a little bit deeper into when you started training, was it what sort of stuff? Blah, sorry, what sort of stuff was you training? Because I know you said you touched, you've uh, covered a lot of ground with positions you played. But the actual yeah. training facilities. How was that like? So when I was obviously. But this is before the legends. When I was at like my previous clubs, you know, they would have bullpen sessions and just kind of working one on ones with catchers, you know, simulated games and, you know, like drills. And then as I've got older, it's I've kind of turned it more into like weight training, you know, cardio training, you know, flexibility. This is a lot of things like being flexible and having good, you know, stretching ability is really key being an athletic person on the mound is really kind of key. So it's a lot of kind of, you know, working on all kind of aspects, um, you know, and then when you come to the like training games and training sessions, you know, you put the work in, but then I've got like a, like a AstroTurf pitching mound in my garden and I just throw into the net and all these other things. And, you know, I think in the UK, like you have to be creative when you train because obviously we don't have like these multi-million pound facilities so you know it just comes from like the kids hearts and 
working hard and wanting to like you know do all sorts of different kind of weird and wacky training things like throw it like putting a baseball in the end of a long sock and tying it to your arm and just throwing by yourself you know stuff like that so there's all sorts of kind of crazy things that I've done and you know to my teammates as well you know they're always kind of sharing and coming up with all sorts of different ways we can get at it especially in lockdown like where I am in tier four like obviously training or by yourself you know has to be a key because you can't you know mix and mingle so it's not like I could just go to the park and have a throw about you kind of have to get a bit creative with it yeah yeah definitely um how did the training differ from the Lancashire Legends to Team GP or were they quite similar um they're pretty similar in kind of in like retrospect um but the only difference is with the Legends we kind of our training sessions kind of come from what we were doing in pre-game because obviously we're a team of mixed kids from all over the UK. So, you know, we have guys that are from Scotland. So it's hard to actually do like proper training sessions. So we were showing up to games about three hours early to work on a couple things before we then played our games. And then obviously you're, you know, I'm also stationed at Brighton. So like I'm, a Brighton player and then I also play with the legends so thankfully Brighton you know they let me train with them so I'm going to do Brighton club training and then I go and play with the legends because it's hard for the legends to actually train as a team like on a weekday because everyone's got to come from all these different places like especially like the guys from up north where because we play at Farnham so you know since Slough so for them they you know it takes them about you know they have to travel down on Saturday to be there for Sunday so training sessions with the legends is kind of hard to come around so we just kind of use like other club sessions and other like GB sessions and stuff like that and then we have our three hours prior to the game where we can train a couple things and we you know do good proper warm-ups and then go and play our games yeah that's really good um yeah. one thing that I like to find out about people that play is the inspiration i know you got into the game that you said yeah. at the age of eight so you might not have been watching it then or had an idol player but if you did who was it and has that idol player uh, changed throughout the years oh yeah i think it, the idol player has changed as my positions changed you know from from when i started like looking at like all the catches you know you're 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 it's hard to kind of think back to like when I was eight and be like who did I really like as a player because it was kind of hard to hard to watch but someone who I enjoyed to watch when I was younger was Buster Posey yeah he was like the first kind of player that I liked to look at and then as I changed from that to a first baseman it kind of became like more like Miguel Cabrera like those kind of people and then as as I've turned into a pitcher you're you're kind of studying the best of the bet the best so like Clayton Kershaw like Max Scherzer like these kind of people you kind of just study them so like if I was going to say those are players who probably had the biggest impact on me it would probably be like that group of people yeah I think there's a, there's a good bunch there <laughs> yeah yeah I think especially with uh, Kershaw and Scherzer mm. especially especially with Kershaw actually yeah it was unreal I think if you're if you're looking for like players to like inspire you you want to like look at the best of the best because you're going to get 
the most out of it. You know, you don't want to have to, you know, follow someone who's just kind of, you know, swinging by. You want to be looking at the the MVPs, the Cy Young winners, the World Series champions. You know what I mean? Like the the top people because they're going to be the ones that you get the most out of. Yeah. Do you uh, do you remember your first game when you started playing? And then if you can tell yeah. us a little bit about that. And then do you remember your first game with the Legends or? Oh yeah, I, I remember my first game from like where like because when I so the first club I ever played for was Horsham Junior Baseball Club when I was about I can't even remember like a long time ago and that was like inter club so it was just kind of all the kids split into two teams playing an inter club tournament and I remember you know how excited it because we based it off of real life teams. So for a lot of the years, it was the Red Sox versus the Yankees. And I was always on the Red Sox. Um, for, for I think every year I was at Horsham, I was on the Red Sox team. And, it, you know, I think when you're a kid and you're playing and you show up to the, the park and you put the jersey on, it's like such a like hype feeling. And then that feeling has carried on through me every time I've put on a club jersey. I Even to this day, you know, you still get those butterflies where you put your jersey on and it's just the excitement. And I... I think I, I remember playing really badly because it was my first ever game. And, I you know, I played awful, probably messed up every play that came my way. And walking into the dugout with, like, the fattest smile on my face because I just loved <laughs> being there, like, even if I wasn't that good. And I think, like, that love and that passion for the game is what drove me to kind of try and push myself as much as I can. And then, you know, my first game with the Legends... Um, it was against the London Capitals, uh, I believe. Yeah, um, and oh, I'm trying to like properly remember every like detail about it. Um, I think I started on the benches and then came in as a relief. So like my first proper experience in the um, NBL was, you know, relief pitching, um, and it was crazy. I remember like after it all happened, walking off the pitch, being like holy cow, like, that just happened. Like, that was crazy. And, like, that butterfly feeling in your stomach, like, the entire time of just the excitement. And, like, there's a sense of pride as well when you make it and you're at that level and you get to compete and you're like, you know, this is amazing. And then, like, there's nine other guys behind you and everyone else in the dugout who are going through the exact same thing, have the exact same feelings and the exact same passion. And it's, like, one massive kind of, celebration of the game while we're playing it and it's it's crazy it's such a good vibe and all the all the other guys on my team like I love them to death because it, those guys kind of you know help make it what make the legends like what what it is you know these group of kids with this heart and this passion and we all get on so well and we just love being there like it's just a, an amazing feeling like something that you could probably never get anywhere close to if you know you didn't do it the way we've done it and I love the legends and I love you know my the GB team and just that feeling you know that that deep gut feeling is just great and there's nothing better yeah I think yeah, yeah I think that that makes the biggest difference as well yeah I mean you've all you've all got to get along but the fact that everyone I feel like it's you see it with a lot of sports, but I think baseball more predominantly. Mm. Everyone is, it's the most passionate sport, I think, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. Everyone's so proud of their team and what they yeah. do. 
and you can really you can tell with the teamwork that's gone on. Yeah, I think as well because baseball is such a team game. Like one person really can't command the game, no matter the position or the you know level of responsibility they have. You know, all the other guys that are there on the field, in the dugout, in the stands, everything kind of puts it together and it forms that team. And it's just, you know, when you, if if you ever come down to like a Legends game, if you ever see it, then you'll see just a group of kids having so much fun and just loving playing. You know, we work so hard as well because we we know that we're in this responsibility where you know we're we're at the top league like this is you know it's big boy time do you know what i mean like we've got to work hard and we've got to really graft but we also love every second of it like we wouldn't change it for the world and you know as each season comes we're going to have new guys come into the team and what i love is that we get to share that with new guys and we get to help those new guys feel like this it's almost, it's like a big family kind of and we all just kind of share this same experience. And as new guys come in, you know, they get welcomed to the family and, you know, they they get to feel that experience. And it, it is great. Like, you know, especially with the younger kids that are like looking up, like saying, oh, you know, I want to reach this level. You know, they see like a group of like 15 to like 23 year olds and they're like, oh, you know, you know that I can relate to those guys. And, you know, we see like, do you know who the London Archers are? Yeah. Yeah, so we see the London Archers down at Farnham and they have their training sessions before we have our games. And some of them are coming and watch. And, you know, you, you can just kind of see that they're looking at us like one day I want to, you know, be there. And, you know, you, you feel like a role model almost. And it's so great because I remember being their age thinking, how the hell am I going to get to where I want to get to? And, it, you know, it, it's just such a sense of pride. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think that that's that's a big thing. I think getting kids into the sport as well. Yeah, like you said, I, I like I said, I, I ain't had a chance to play myself yet. But the fact that you take the time out to help the newer players, I think that goes. I def- yeah. definitely appreciated. I think that's, and I think that's another thing like that. This is there's such a friendly community, especially yeah, with the UK community because it's so. I feel you feel like you're part of like an elite club. Over yeah, here. you like something that's not that not everyone likes, and I think yeah. people you need if you're not if you're not friendly in the community, you're gonna stand out like a sore thumb. Yeah, and I, I definitely is so welcoming, mm. warm welcoming. Yeah, like you know, because I remember being younger playing it, and all my friends were like, you know, you know, what the hell is baseball? Like, how do you even get into that? And I, I feel like it is growing, you know, day by day. And more people are kind of being exposed to it and the fans are kind of coming in, you know, and you know, there is more being put onto baseball. So it's really great to be at this like level where you can really help kind of spread the good of, you know, like the GB baseball and the, you know, the UK scene. And, you know, it's like that representing like I know every time I put my jersey on and I've got Lancashire written across my chest, it's not just about representing Lancashire it's about representing the UK in the fact that we're here trying to show people that we can we can play with the best of them you know yeah uh, going back a little bit to the team GB uh, that's an amazing achievement so congratulations on that yeah but thank you how did it come about was you asked to join did you try out for them so for me obviously I, like I've just I'm kind of relatively new to it like 
I, I made the U18s last year when I was in that age group and I've just come up to the U23s this year. So for me, like they, it works on tryouts. So you, you go to a tryout and then you get selected and it works like that. It's not like a sense of getting scouted. You know, you go to the tryout, you work as hard as you can and you show off as much of your skills as you can. And then, you know, you, the coaches and the, the staff, they make the decision on who they want to select. So I've, I've done a few tryouts before, made it, you know, like to like the first part and never kind of made it all the way. But like this was kind of as playing for like the legends and then, you know, being kind of older and my skills more developed was like my breakthrough year. And then, you know, like at the moment we're all kind of, you know, I've got a Zoom call next Sunday, uh, you know, preparing for our Euros and, you know, if we're allowed to get that by August and so it kind of just comes by working hard follow you know the GB kind of social medias you know get LinkedIn um and you know if you're aspiring to try and try out for GB just keep an eye out on the on the dates because they do release the dates to their you know to the general public and sign up even if you don't you know feel confident like you're going to make it sharp anyway you know sharp every year until you make it because sometimes the coaches are looking for, you know, your attitude. Like if you get knocked down once, do you give up or do you keep coming back? Like, I think I did about five team GB tryouts before I like properly made it through. So like, you know, just don't get discouraged if you don't make it first time. Like it's perfectly okay if you don't, because sometimes you've just got to, you know, keep growing. And if you want it bad enough, getting turned away the first time, like, you know, it, it doesn't seal your fate. You know, you just keep working hard, keep playing because you love, you know, you love the game and you'll get there, do you know? Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I said, I, said, I, said, I said it again, but I'll say it again. Like, congratulations on that. It's such, such a yeah, big thank thing. You. And uh, def- definitely earned it. Um, next one's a bit of a broad one, but I uh, mm. just want to get, I'd like to see everyone's take on this at the minute. Yeah. How has COVID affected everything? I mean, training, obviously, you can't meet people. You yeah. That earlier, but everything else, like no no games or anything. Did you fit any games in in between the 1,000 lockdowns we've had already? Yeah, yeah. I've lost count of the lockdowns, I'll be honest with you. But um, <laughs> I think we did get about uh, two months worth of play, uh, like seven weeks worth of um, games uh, from... Uh, when was the, lock- the first lockdown lifted? From the like first lockdown lift to like the end of the season, so we got like the second part of the season, um, which was you know great. The fact that we actually got to play, and you know that's where the legend was formed. The legend was formed in this. Well, we've got the all clear to play. All of these, you know, young GB kids, they're hungry to play and they want to compete, and you know. J-Rod, you know, comes out of nowhere and just kind of says, well, you know, let's throw this NBL team together and let's compete in the NBL for the next, for the second part of the season that we're going to get and, you know, just, you know, compete at that high level and get back into it. And that's exactly what happened. Like, So lockdown did have, I would say, you know, an effect and the fact that it delayed the season. And obviously we had to go by certain guidelines and, you know, it wasn't all the same. Um, you know, like we could only have a certain amount of numbers in the dugouts and, you know, you had to kind of sanitise as you come on and off. And, you know, with the balls, we had to wipe the balls down. And 
you know there were social dis um so you know social um distancing kind of affluence thrown into it but you know we still got out there and we still got to play the game that we love and i think if you're a massive baseball fan you know changes like you're only having certain amounts in the dugouts having to wipe the balls down mean like nothing in the in the sense that you still get to play so that you'll take the chance to play over like little like naggy things that you just have to abide by and i think you know we're all on the same wavelength that we're going to abide by that because we want this over so if we can you know play baseball be safe while doing it you know we're absolutely going to do that and have no problems with it and no one had any issues with it so you know although it, it kind of delayed this season we still got to play and it was safe and yeah you know we were really fortunate i think yeah that's brilliant i mean it would have been it would have been very easy to just call off everything but um, yeah i've seen all over social media people when they can uh meeting up parks whatever yeah doing, doing what they can just so you can tell the passions there yeah definitely you know like um, the legends have like uh fitness calls so we do like zoom calls and um we we do like you know like fitness stuff and matt moran leads it or you know he might pass that on to someone else and someone else will lead it or you know like one thing about the legends is that we all kind of because we share this mindset of we just want to work because we love it you know we're we're going to put in all this time and extra effort like and stuff like that so you know doing zoom call fitness sessions um you know stuff like that like and team gb set us like you know challenges like go outside in your garden and try and do a hundred um swings a day just not 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 on a tee not anything just do a hundred just replicated swings how you would you know simulate a game you know all of these little things just trying to do as much as you can while following guidelines and you know it we we don't mind it because we love the game so we'll happily do that you know i'll take simulating a whole game in my garden where i'm simulating i'm at bat simulating i'm on the mound and i'll take that over nothing do you know what i mean oh, like any day yeah yeah i think once again it shows the the passion of the people in the sport yeah the dedication um it's a big one actually i think this could uh I mean, like I said, I don't play yet myself, but I like to think that my one I'm doing is sort of reaching a few people into the sport. So yeah. here's your time to do it. So do you have any advice for people that would want to start play, playing baseball that are listening? Yeah, I mean, I think the first thing to do is find the club. I mean, like, no matter what ability you are, clubs in the UK are always going to want to take people. They, they love to have new guys come in. Because, you know, they just want the people there. You know, they don't care if you're like the best in the world or you've never played in your life. They'll teach you what you need to know to play a game. Like, so just find your nearest club and just show up to a training session and, you know, be keen and be eager. And, you know, I think, but most of all, just enjoy every second of it and have that like, because I promise you, if, if you're there because you love it and you want to be there, you'll enjoy it so much. So just take every second, like, and just love the time, you know, because it's it's like magic, you know, putting your cleats on, walking out onto that field. Like it's a it's a feeling I can't describe. So, you know, just find that. So, you know, find your local club. It doesn't matter if you're not the best player in the world. You know, they, they're going to teach you. So just show up, be keen, be eager, enjoy it. 
and you know you're, you're the club will teach you everything you need to know to the best of their ability at least and you know just enjoy it you know get involved you know I think a lot of the time people are kind of scared to approach a sport that isn't like as well known as say football you know because it is a smaller community but I think that's almost better because those kind of people understand it and they want to, you know, they just want people to play. They don't care if you're not the best in the world. They just want you there and, you know, they have time for you. So, you know, you don't even have to go out and do the whole, oh, I'm going to start baseball. So let me buy all of the 2020 rulings, um, you know, like fresh off the shelf kind of <laughs> stuff. Like, you know, you don't, you don't have to do that. Just show up with like a smile on your face and enjoy it. And, you know, you'll pick it up as you go along. And, you know, that's the, honestly the best way to do it. That's how I did it. And, you know, it's how everyone else has done it. They just showed up because they wanted to play and it just took them, you know. Yeah, I think that, that's brilliant. I think, yeah, I think just spreading, spreading the words another thing. And I think welcoming yeah. people. And I think, you need, I think you've done a great job of it there, but reiterating that yeah. you can be totally new to the sport. Yeah, you know, like I think everyone in the UK or most of the, like, the UK homegrown people, when they joined the club at first, they wouldn't have known, you know, the rules, you know, they wouldn't have been the best. You know what I mean? They would have been completely new to it. And, you know, that that is perfectly OK. Like, that's how you find a love for a sport is when you don't know it and you get to learn it as you go and do it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's that's what I found is just like the honesty is the best way is just to you know, just show up with a smile on your face and just enjoy it. Like, there's no club in this country will turn you away if you're new. They'll welcome you in. They'll be like, oh, yeah, it's, you know, it's great that you want to play and you know, don't worry that you're, you, you don't, you know, know how it all works. You know, we'll teach you just, you know, they'll give you the basics and they'll make sure you feel involved. And it honestly, every single club in the UK will do that. They, you know, doesn't matter at what level, they'll always welcome people in. Yeah, there we go. I mean, you've heard it there. Uh, mm. If you want it to play, message local team, social media, email yeah. them, whatever. So, Tom, um, goals. So, where do you see yourself in a year's time? And then where do you see yourself in five years' time? In a year's time, I would like to see me and, you know, 20-odd 20, 20 other guys on a coach on our way to the world championships in 2022 after we've just crushed the Euros in 2021 in this August. And then, you know, just showing up and showing out, do you know what I mean? Just seeing the sport grow as we grow. And I think in five years time, I'd like to see, you know, uh, in five years, I'll be 23. Well, that's weird to think about. <laughs> but um <laughs> Yeah, I, I think obviously coming to the end of my U23, I'd be starting to like look at going into the seniors, you know, helping push to the World Baseball Classic. Just I just want to see, you know, Team GB up there with the best of the countries. You know, that's that's what I care about is giving it my all and helping us, you know, knock down all our team goals of, you know, win championships, get out there, be competitive. You know, it doesn't matter how or or why just get there and do it do you know what i mean that's brilliant mate because it, it is ever growing especially in europe as well i mean you've got like the netherlands which are crazy yeah. but it's, it's it's growing here as well and it's it's brilliant to see yeah i mean 
it's you know like a sport like baseball is you know it's always going to be on the rise because you know it's not many people know about it so you know having even if one or two people join a club per year there's still a lot of people that are coming into the game that wouldn't have first even known about it so that kind of exposure is always going to be good and then especially if you start seeing you know like great britain jerseys at the olympics at at the world baseball classic in the euros you know stuff like that it it really shows like that we have talent to offer and i think it will then bring in so much more exposure from like the the big leagues seeing like you know team gb are competing and you know it's because we do have kids on the gb team that are in you know junior colleges you know college setups stuff like that so you know we're on our way and we're just going to keep on growing and growing every year you know yeah uh to finish it off a few quick fire questions did this last week with Lucy chapman yeah so favorite team uh the washington nationals favorite player favorite player max scherzer i saw that one coming <laughs> <laughs> uh favorite baseball movie Favorite baseball movie? Oh, uh, I'm going to say Eight Men Out. Oh, no one speaks about that. It's so good. <laughs> so so slept on. Uh, and finally, MLB 2021 prediction. Oh, do you know? I was my at first. I was going to say uh, the Padres, and then they they got rid of Fernando Tatis, and now I'm not sure. Joe, I really don't know. I reckon the Dodgers will probably be up there again. Um, the Yankees are on the right move. Um, but I'll be honest with you, I feel like it could be kind of anyone's anyone's take so far, the way things are going. Like, the, the Cardinals just put, picked up Arenado. So, you know, it is crazy at the moment. It's really hard to predict. Yeah. I'm I mean, I'd, yeah. <laughs> I, mean I'd, I would be biased and say the Nationals, you know. You know, going like that. We've, so, we've got to be I'll, realistic. I'm <laughs> realistic. We, we won it last. You know, we won it two years ago in yeah, 2019. Yeah. We can we can come back with that. You know, that's true. No, uh, that's brilliant, Tom. Thank you. Uh, good luck for everything you do. You've yeah, no worries. Uh, I'd love to get you on in the future. Talk about yeah. more GP stuff. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for having me. And you know, it's like, been a I'll pleasure, be, mate. Yeah, I mean. As well, like with other guys, you know, from my team, from the GB circuit, the coaches, you know, I think they, they should come on and talk about it more because there's guys that have been in it longer than I have, you know, that can talk about it way back when. So, you know, yeah. but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for you having me and helping me kind of spread the word about, you know, the legends and the GB teams and the future of baseball because I'm really excited about it and I think a lot of people should be as well. Yeah, that's perfect, mate. Thank you very much, Tom. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. See you later. Cheers,